Imagine Kevin Weir sitting at a desk, getting ready for his work. He wakes up, he hears a strange noise, and looks around. He looks at his friend, who seems to be making the noise. And he speaks, but his friend cannot hear his voice. Kevin wakes up. He's sitting at his desk, looking around. Jeremy wakes up. He's in his bed. He's been dreaming about Kevin at his desk again. What does this mean for his personal life? Jeremy. Um, I am, as you know, uh, in many things, don't have a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. What? Uh, what? <laughs> Finding work is hard? Shock. Shock and Incredible all. shock. Um, well, don't worry, Kevin, <laughs> because Jason Kenny's going to get you a job. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. He's going <laughs> to get specifically me a job. Specifically you a job. Specifically me a job. Yeah. Through telling people. Mm, I'm pretty sure he's just going to, like, make you a surf of some sort. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, but, no, this is not about our uh, <laughs> recently <laughs> finished election. No. No. And the uh, terrible outcome of it. Um, no, this is, this is about that I, uh, I saw an article on the fact that millennials need to tip better. Oh. And I'm like, you have me interested. Mm-hmm. Let's see what this article is saying. Yes. And it was going through, and, was, and this person was talking to to a uh, an etiquette, etiquette, an etiquette, because you got to stop being rude. An etiquette expert, yeah. Um, and <laughs> they're ta- they're talking about tipping, and like, yeah. oh, what's the correct amount to tip? What are these things? Well, when you're going past your doorman, and I'm like, hold on a second, <laughs> you're what? Your doorman, Kevin? Yeah, when you're you know the security guard, the receptionist, I'm like, what? Hold, hold, what? Then you go and you see your personal trainer. You want to make sure they also have a, like, you're vastly misunderstanding who millennials are tipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in this article that that I don't think. The, that you... I, what I like is that this person went around asking millennials if they tipped doormen. And do, <laughs> the millennials looked at them and said, no, of course not, <laughs> because they don't have doormen. That's that's essentially what I figured is, is that is, – this etiquette expert is on a, is for etiquette for people who can who can just be like, well, I'll give a hundred dollars to my doorman at, at the holidays. And yeah. I'm like, I can't. I don't even hundred dollars for myself on holidays. <laughs> I like the idea also that the second question he asked was, "Hey, do you tip your personal trainer?" And again, the millennial looked at him <laughs> like some sort of stone angel from the future. <laughs> I was like, no. I don't tip my personal trainer. <laughs> I go to a gym where I print out exercises from the internet. I watch YouTube videos in my home because I can't afford to enter a gym. <laughs> the tip is that I don't turn off ad blocker. Yeah. No, sorry. I don't turn on ad blocker. Exactly. Don't use ad blocker. <laughs> and then <sighs> the person was like, man, millennials really need to tip. <laughs> they need a tip This better. is why our economy's in the shitter. Like, you know, millennials, they go, they're not, you know, tipping them. If I can't afford to tip, I just don't go out. Yeah. 
That's that. That's yeah. my secret. Yeah, but if you do that, Kevin, I'm always poor. <laughs> yeah, but if you do that, Kevin, then you're killing the restaurant industry. But I can't afford to <laughs> tip the people. That's because you eat too much avocado toast, Kevin. <laughs> Damn it! I'd much rather be able to go out and tip the people who serve me appropriately than. Uh... Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. It's almost like there's a disconnect. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's the problem, but do, but don't worry. Now we'll get jobs. Mm? Mm? Don't yeah. worry. Oil and gas will rain down upon us and give us money. Oh, that'll be fun when the Earth inevitably burns up. Yeah, it's great. At least we have the oil and gas. Yeah. Well, <sighs> as we all know now, like the the way forward of progress. Before we were aiming for like clean <laughs> energy and like interconnectedness and efficient technologies, and now we're going to become smoke androids. Ah <laughs> oh, man, ah oh, man, like smoke. Yeah, from Mortal Kombat. Exactly, a smoke android. That's right. We're going to become Mortal Kombat, and since we did an episode on that, we know how great it'll be. Oh, he's fantastic. So good. <laughs> So good. All right, well, let's get away from our world for a little bit. So yes, please. And generate another world. Yeah. Because we have reached into the shed. We have unlocked the uh, the lock. We've dragged it out piece by piece. That's right. I've reassembled it, so it's in a little bit of a jumbled order, because I'm not usually the one that reassembles. Yeah, so things might be a little <laughs> bit different. We have that new the, the pieces that we put in there. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to generate a world. That's right. It's going to be a world full of whimsy, I hope. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, why did you have to say that? We're going to get another shitty Briarweald. Briarweald was fun, though. Briarweald was fun. Briarweald is also now the name of a location in a, the book I'm writing. Awesome. Because I like the name Briarweald so much. How dare you plagiarize yourself? Oh, how dare I? How dare you? Um, so, for people who don't know, we're going to do some four random internet generators we're going to generate a world a mood a genre and the people that live on that world and talk about what it would be like yep uh change around a little bit as we were saying earlier uh so we're going to start with the first half of our podcast being the mood and the planet uh so jeremy uh i'll get this stuff all set up what's the what do you want first mood or planet um I'll, uh, I'll let's do planet first. Okay. And while you get that set up, I'll improvise our theme song. You mean sing the song you've had planned out this whole time? If you, This is a goof that has never landed, Kevin. I don't know why you keep doing for it. for me. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. It's time for the generator. It's time. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here, we have a planet here. All right, Kevin. Hit me with this good, good terrestrial information. So a few things to know about it. It's, okay. It's habitability is 60%. That's pretty good. We don't really use that because for us, habitability has to be 100%. Yeah. They have to live there. They have to live there. Uh, it's size eight out of what? I don't know. Maybe ten. <laughs> Let's say ten. <laughs> industry science. Industry is three. Science is three. Don't know what those mean. <laughs> don't know what those mean. All right. But we know it's eight. That that to me seems like it's a big planet. It's a big planet. So apart from a few warm lakes and rivers, uh, this planet is dry. There are okay. extensive fossilized forests. 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 Uh, extensive fossilized forests. Okay. The plants are tall, purple, spongy spines. 
groups of nervous translucent tripods graze on the spines. Their eyes are clustered at the end of long tentacles. There are sudden hot winds. <laughs> okay. So let's try to take that desert planet. Let's try and take that out. There is a an image ways. of it. So there so it does actually look like there is water. Yeah, it said there are warm rivers and lakes. Yeah. Right? And immediately when it says warm, what that makes me think is geothermal heat. Ooh. I mean, planet. Yeah. I, I think, hot planet. I think, chicken sea. <laughs> great. <laughs> Got hot winds and animals with eyes on top of stocks. Three legs. Three legs. <laughs> Translucent as well. Um, All these things are true. So I think this, this planet, because it says specifically it is a hot planet. <laughs> Everything about this planet is hot. It's hot. Hot. Um, <laughs> hot like Hollywood. Um, yeah. Okay, so I do. I, I think that the heat from this planet should come... From the inside. Ooh, yeah. Because it, you, you wouldn't have warm lakes and rivers unless the heat was coming from the inside. Mm, yeah, just radiant out that heat. Okay, why are you being so creepy about it? I don't know. <laughs> um, and it has fossilized forests. Extensive the, fossilized ex- forests. So very... Is the word I think it's Very said. fossilized. Very foresty. Well, all the yeah, all the forests too are... fossilized, too forest. How does a fossilized forest happen? Because it's not how it happens in my head. Um, just old forests, aren't they? I mean, it's it would kind of be like a driftwood forest. Is that what fossilized forests are? I, well, I don't think a fossilized forest exists, really. I mean, they do. They are. You could fossilize wood. Yes, but I think it's only when they've it's like fallen down. Like I don't think a tree that's still up is like commonly fossilized because well, that's not what like fossilized means and but there's there is it's the same as a petrified forest i mean i guess we could use that for inspiration well i just don't know what they mean by a fossilized forest i mean we just gonna have to make a decision here kevin so i think of essentially what we have to take from that is because it's so dry yeah rather than the wood being like supple and like well not wood the wood is supple you know it's not like a lot of sappy trees yeah you get like trees that are that are hard and trees that that are rocky almost. Ooh, I have an idea, Kevin. Yeah. I think cuz it says that there's rare rivers and lakes on the surface. Uh, I think I said they're rare. Let's see. Yeah, I think it said rare. Apart No, it says it says apart from a few warm river lakes and rivers. So I think, Kevin, when when we when you look at the sort of planet that they make on this uh website they were using the yeah. what Zarkonin you can see that there are, like, large bodies of water here. It's just that it's mostly land. So there yeah. is... So just because they say there's few doesn't mean they're not big. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm thinking, Kevin, is that regardless of whether these lakes and rivers are big or small, I think that there is a deep aquifer. Mm. Real deep and hot. Real deep. And a deep, hot aquifer. And I think these trees, Kevin... Yeah. Um, these... Tall, purple, spongy. Okay, so it says there's a sense of fossilized forest. The plants are tall, purple, spongy spines. Yeah, so the they have to look like tall, purple, spongy spines. <laughs> but they are hard. But they are hard and hard. Fossil. And which, which is why I think, Kevin, that these are kind of like giant taps where they go down deep, deep into the ground yeah. and suck up moisture using their spongy bits. Okay. Their spongy roots. To pull up water from this aquifer, 
and they get sunlight from up top, All but right. it's it's warm and dry up top so that they don't have a lot of foliage or anything. The outside is fossilized and the inside is soft and gooey. So effectively then what these uh groups of nervous translucent tripods that graze on them effectively mean um is that they I think they drill in <laughs> like a woodpecker style, right? Yeah. They go in to get the good shit, but trees are essentially armoring themselves with yeah. their fossilized exterior. Yeah, to to protect their their uh hot and wet interiors. I mean, I don't think maybe the interiors are hot and wet, but it's definitely it's definitely warm and squishy. Yeah, warm and squishy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to see what the mood of this planet is? Uh, wait, is there any... We have to... I think we should talk about the tripod things. We just did. Those are the ones that drill into the trees. Yeah, it, it grazes on them. But my question to you is this, Kevin. Yeah? Do you think, because this is a forested place, do you think they're walking on the ground or are they, like, spreading their legs out from tree to tree? They're spongy, right? Uh, no, they aren't spongy. No, the trees are, though. The trees are spongy, Have yes. a spongy texture. So you could, like put a foot into there and like walk around above <laughs> but they're also so they're also like rock hard yeah but so they're good like i'm, I'm saying that if well here's if the, these here's tripod the, we, creatures are are i guess not heavy yeah right they're is translucent it better, is it better it was better for them to be on the ground or like walking around they, in the trees they are nervous so I, I so I probably I see them the just walking between the trees like yeah. horrifying <laughs> yeah. tri spiders. Yeah, triders. Tri- Perfect. We have a name for them. Triders. <laughs> yeah, and I and the everything. So their eyes are. It says their eyes are clustered at the end of long tentacles. which makes me feel like it's almost like those uh the like the what do you call it, the fly eyes? Yeah, and they can just drop them down to see what's low. Yeah, absolutely. Then they drop down and drill into the base of the trees. Yeah, and meanwhile, while they're doing that, their eyes are looking around in all directions. <laughs> uh, that uh, then um, it does say that they are long tentacles, which means that you have multiple tentacles with multiple bunches of eyes. That's right. These are basically beholders, Kevin, with three legs. <laughs> Nervous translucent beholders. <laughs> That don't, shoot, that don't shoot laser beams out of their eyes. <laughs> and then lastly, there are sudden hot winds. Which which I, is what makes them nervous. Well, I mean, yeah, because they got all those eyes and there's a sudden hot wind and all they don't close those eyes up. Well, especially because it's, I, we're, I think we're both assuming it's sandy on the Oh, surface. it's dry. Yeah, so that's, if that's, a wind comes by. Like, oh, God. And then do what I bet they have. I bet they have almost like clamps to just sort of like protect the eye thing yeah these are some weird ass creatures they are <laughs> they are translucent so i guess when it clamps over yeah. they can see through but maybe just fuzzy because it's translucent not transparent well also i mean there's sand in the air so you don't need high detail you just need shapes <laughs> right yeah that's true yeah all right are we ready to see what the mood is sure let's let's find out the emotional stakes of this planet or this kind of silly place all yeah. right generate that mood it is incredibly agitated oh there is sand everywhere and it gets in everything i mean that sort of makes sense it just i think because agitated actually has several meanings in the english language oh well take me through it mr word man <laughs> well first of all there's, there's the sort of emotional agitated where something is you know maybe frustrated yeah maybe has a lot of anger maybe is aggressive 
um, you know, uh, I think that's where most people's brain goes first when they hear the word agitated. Yeah. But agitated also just means it has been moved. Um, like if you are, for instance, uh, if you're eating a soup, Kevin, and the soup yeah. is separated, you stir it to agitate the particles to distribute it again. Well, yes. It, and any sort of stirring motion is agitation. That's why I think still a lot of sand because yeah. the southern hot winds would create sand dunes. That Absolutely. would just be shifting. And that's why the trees have to be so tall is, be- is because a dune could move over top of them and they still need to be tall enough to, to, get, to get sunlight. And those are the triters stay, say, so up high because that's they right. don't want to get covered by all that agitated sand. No way. They hate sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> and in everything. And everything. Um, it's a planet of Hayden Christiansen's. <laughs> it's a planet of beaches, basically. Oh, the movie Beaches. Yeah. It's a planet of the movie Beaches about um, a relationship. It's the planet Solaris. Um, nope. Alpha is the opposite of the planet <laughs> yeah, Solaris. Yeah, you're right. It, um, is the, it is if you look to Solaris and you're like, what's that? It's the opposite of it. So I think we can we can sort of combine those two meanings of agitated. Okay. Obviously, there's going to be um, some aggressiveness. Yeah. There's going to be some irritability. But like I think you like you said, there's a lot of sand going it's, everywhere. It's worth mentioning that if we want to go go real pedantic about this, it is that it's agitated. Now there's agitating. Oh, you're right. So, so the planet itself is agitated, yes. which is the sand moving around everywhere. Yeah, but it's also a mood. Yep. It's all. It's also how it feels. Yeah, and how everyone on that planet feels. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the mood is also what we apply to everything. Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, right now we have the planet to work off of. So well, how was... how can we put that irritation, that frustration into the planet? Into the planet. Yeah. Like, like the way – I mean – The way the planet works. I mean, actually, hold on because I think we might have all sort of solved this. Yeah. This is a planet, Kevin, that yeah. basically has needles going into its warm, gushy core. <laughs> it's true. At all times. Yeah. All over it. Yeah. Yeah. That would irritate a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would especially irritates this planet. Yeah. The planet's not alive. I have to make this clear, Jeremy. No, but we have to talk about it. We can't do another living planet. Well, we could, but Mm. I don't think that's where this points. Yeah. Well, I was more of just trying to think of, like, because we use these moods also to describe how people and creatures that live on this planet are. Yeah. Like, if it's confused, it's because the planet is just a confusing planet, so everyone feels confused. So, so what are some other things this planet can do other than just sh- literally shooting sand into you <laughs> that can be considered agitating? Well, I think, Kevin... Or making you agitated. Our best jumping off point is the triters. Okay. Because we know what those are. Yeah. And there's several reasons for them to be up in the trees already. Yeah. But I think what, what also means is that there needs to be other aggressive creatures. Well, I specifically like that the make I, them nervous. Because we've had ones that are incredibly violent or angry, things like this. Yeah. What I think is specific about agitated is that I don't think a lot of things on this planet are uh, deadly, but I think they're really, like, infuriatingly, like, not annoying, but, like, when they're agitating. They're going to rile you up. I think there's got to be a mix of creatures that are sort of shocking yeah. Um, creatures that are irritating. Um, and also, I think we should probably talk about maybe some other um, flora well, in this world that could also fit into those categories. Sorry, just speaking of you um, saying things that are uh, like like shocking, essentially. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. So the triters. Yeah. Um, 
they have the ability to essentially close these uh, almost shells around their eyes, protect their eyes. Yeah, their ass shells. I think there are pla- – what? I've, that's what I decided. <laughs> in my head, I decided that the shell comes out of their butt and, like, no, encloses it, No, them. it's at the end of the – it's at the end of each, like, tentacle. Like, a tentacle goes up. Yeah. And no, then there's a the cluster of eyes. Yeah. And then on those tentacles, there's something that just goes up over the, each individual eye in the tentacles. So an eyelid. Yes. Okay. No, but but it's but it's but it's not over every individual eye. Yeah, it's over it's the over cluster. It's over the enti- entire it's cluster. A, it's a cluster eyelid. Which, yes, but that's why I call it a shell because there is gap on the inside. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't form fit to each eye. I guess that's true. That would be really weird. Be very weird. <laughs> yeah. Um and then so cuz I was thinking is that so there's those uh, and you, let's say you're walking along, Jeremy. I'm going to paint you a word picture here. Okay. You're on this planet. I'm on the planet. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. I'm not going to – I was almost going to reference Santana. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not. Don't go down that rabbit hole. No. But it is like three inches from the sun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> three feet from the sun. I can't remember the line. Um, but you're walking along. Walking across the sand. Yeah. Through these forests of fossilized trees. Yep. And then on the ground, you see what looks like it might be a plant. And inside are some nice berries. You're like, oh, what's this? And then you get close to it, and it bursts out of the ground because it was the eye stalk of a triter that got buried. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking that there's plants that look like the eye stalks of triters. It'll be agitating. Yeah. I, I, I think also, Kevin. And shocking. Uh, because it's sandy, I think burrowers have to be a thing. Absolutely. So I think that. This is another reason you don't really want to be on the ground. <laughs> yeah, is that, you know, they burrow, and as they burrow, they're deep. So yeah. they're not going to, like, come up and attack you. No. But they are displacing the earth. So you're you're standing or walking somewhere, and you could just drop, like, a, several feet can we, just, can we just have, like, her, like I like the idea that these things are herbivores. Yeah. So you don't have to really worry about them eating you. Yeah. Um, but they are, like, Mongolian death worms or that thing from Dune. <laughs> yeah. That they're just, the like, worm. They're, they're, what? <laughs> the worm. The worm. Um, that are giant yeah. and, like, oh, my God, this thing's insane. It won't eat you, but God does it suck when it, when it goes under your village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. And you're like, ah, oh, everything dropped into the hole. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to go as big as Dune. Well, no, but I, I'm, I'm I'm thinking, like, hippo-sized. Mm, okay, so mo- mostly it just messes up your specific yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like, ah, oh, damn No, it. wait, you know what you're describing? What? You're just tremors. You're just having graboids. Yeah, except they don't try and eat people. Well, no, exactly. They're, they're herbivore graboids. Yeah. But that's about the size of a hippo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this world's got graboids, but they are herbivores. Yeah, they're friendly graboids. I like the idea that they still have the tongues, though. Yeah, definitely. You're like, oh my god, I think it's going to eat me. And then it just grabs, like, a part of a plant and drags it down. You're like, oh no, wait. Yeah. Then it goes underneath you and you fall and you're like, ah. Yeah. Poo. Um, I'm buried up to my waist now. Yeah, I think that's another good creature to have. Okay. Um, I think also there has to be a lot of parasitic plant life. Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of a lot of things that there's there's a lot of because these trees are the main yeah they're the main flora at a least. lot of annoying bugs I'll get on you right and like because you don't as a plant you don't want to live on the ground the ground's yeah. a shitty place on this planet yeah so that means you grow on these trees I think at least yeah so I think you're talking like maybe some lichen mm-hmm. 
uh, some funguses for sure. Yeah, well, you're not going to get anything that's, that go, grows on the ground because it's going to cover it up super fast. And also, there's graboids moving around on the bottom. Also, bo- you got graboids. Bottom. Yeah, and they're herbivores, so they'll eat the plants. They eat you. Oh, so essentially these graboids come out. They use their tongues to grab lichen off of trees. Yeah. And drag them off, and then they yeah. go off. Yeah. yeah. It's a circle of life. What a peaceful world. <laughs> what is the most annoying bug? Agitating bug. In, in our world? In our world. Horsefly. Because of size and because it makes it makes noise. Yeah, if it lands on you, it can take a chunk out of your skin. Okay, it's not really deadly. All right, people aren't allergic to horse flies. Okay, so <laughs> so this planet's got bugs like that. Yeah, that will just take chunks out of your skin. Yeah, they just like take whole chunks out of your skin. What if they don't eat it? What if they do something else with it? No, I think they eat it. No, no, I'm saying in our world, the world we're oh. creating. No, they eat it. You, okay, so they do eat it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The, the problem I have whenever they eat it. No, they're that... planning to build their own human, Kevin, slowly by <laughs> taking the chunks we'll be, of skin we'll, from we'll every more, person they come across. We'll be more agitating, knowing, like, ah, something ate part of me, or like, ah, why did it do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, this why, like, wasps versus bees. Yeah, but wasps are jerks. <laughs> yeah. The reason why wasps do that, though, is because they're predators, whereas bees are not. Okay. Yeah. Um, that you you also said that that uh, horse flies are loud, which means these bugs have to still be a small, but they have to make the most annoying sound. I mean, I I think the buzzing of a fly is pretty annoying. What if it's just like like fingers on a chalkboard? Why? At a, <laughs> I know this, this does not say mildly agitated. This does not say kind of agitated. This is incredibly yeah. You're right. Agitated. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it okay, up. Okay. Bring that, it up to that, 11 and tear the knob off. <laughs> Kevin, it makes the noise of, of fingers on a chalkboard. Yeah. But it's quiet. So you don't hear it till it gets close. <laughs> yeah. But when you start walking around, you just hear. You're like, you're like, is that a. And no. Then it's on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I took a bit out of my bicep. Yeah. Unless you're a fossilized tree. <laughs> So the only thing these could eat are things that are, that are uh, squishy. Yeah. They can't eat the graboids. Nope. Well, they could try when the graboids come out. That's true. Uh, I mean, they could try to get the tongues as they go out yeah. of the ground. Yeah. Um, I guess they could eat the triters. We, the triters are... I can't imagine they're hard. I ima- Well, the way I'm imagining their tripod legs is that they're very thin stalks. Yeah. I think like almost like bone. <laughs> like coming out, so I think their legs are not good game. So yeah, but their uh, like bodies are all sort of like jellyfish squishy. Well, also I'm sure that these really irritating flies try and get into the eye shells. <laughs> yeah, which is why those uh, uh, these uh, tripod triders just need to like clamp those clothes whenever they, need they to hear clamp that. them real close, real fast. <laughs> which is why they're nervous. There's so many reasons for there's, these there's, things to be nervous. This, this planet is not made to be nice to the triders, no, even though not. they are kind of horrifying they are kind of with horrifying. their bone spike legs yeah they can just pierce something with those definitely De- definitely they uh, definitely could i think it's kind of the thing with uh, some of the animals where it's like this animal has this incredibly deadly thing they don't like to use it though i mean i feel like the thing is if a trider is using one of those legs as a weapon it's yeah. probably falling and it doesn't want to fall <laughs> that's true and also, because it's, like, thin points, once yeah. it gets in the sand, it's really hard to get out of the sand. Oh, yeah. No. Right? It just sinks down. Yeah. Well, that, that's when it's got, it's got to start using, like, you know, 
tentacles to essentially try to pull itself back out. Yeah, it most uh, I feel like when a trider falls out of the trees, it's kind of like a beast whale scenario, <laughs> where like there's a chance it could save itself, but without a little help, it's probably gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, it's so hard to to help them. Yeah, because they've got spike legs <laughs> swinging around. Yeah. Also, you can see their organs. I just want to make that clear. You can see their organs. You can see their organs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we've made that clear enough. Well, they're translucent. Yeah. So you can see the shapes of their organs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You yeah. can but they mostly survive off of water. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like there's probably... I see Not the... necessarily sap. But, yeah. like, it's probably, like, the lifeblood well, I mean, of those trees. I mean, definitely the thing that's inside the tree is not just pure water. Yeah. It has nutrients in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to assume whoever the people are on this planet, which we'll find out soon. We will. Um, probably also drink that water. Yeah, they're going to have to interact with the trees. Well, I mean, it wouldn't even be shocking to me if the main food source of this planet is just the thing from inside the trees. Yeah. Because the rest of it is dry. Yeah. You don't have a... Well, there's the there's the, the large lakes and rivers. There is the large lakes and rivers. And they're But, warm. I mean, that's just water. I'm talking about, like, getting... Well, I do want to talk about them for a quick second. Sure. Because yeah. I think there's leeches in them. <laughs> okay. And I also think everything is a rapid and the lakes have whirlpools in them. <laughs> That's true. They're not calm, still lakes. No, they're very extremely agitated. No. So they're full of leeches. Why? What? Not why. How do we make leeches worse? Um, Just more? No, here's here's the thing with, with leeches in our world. Yeah. A leech gets onto you yeah. and usually just stays on you. Yeah. It's completely happy being there. Yeah. I think these leeches, like, release and then reattach. So they bite you in, like, multiple places. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to get all over the place. Yeah. I like think this lady also is one of those things where it's like, we're not sure why leeches do this. I guess they're just jerks. Yeah. <laughs> like a wasp. What well, I think if we want to sort of uh, give it a reason in fiction. Uh, sure. Uh, is that they probably can like feel smell blood in the water like sharks. Okay. So like they bite and then they release and that attracts a bunch of other ones because now there's blood in the water. Man, the water sucks. Yeah, I want to be very clear. These leeches do not kill people. No. Unless you stay in there for a long time. Yes, yeah. Um, That's fair. Yeah. But like horse flies. They're mostly just really fucking irritating. <laughs> Agitation. Yes. All right. Well, uh, we still got two more things that are going to come up. And I think it's a good time to, to insert them. Yeah. Well, then let's head off to commercial and come back and learn who lives the planet of hot and dry and, and also wet. what is the genre also the genre <laughs> of a planet <laughs> yes that is that is in here <laughs> because we decided it is yeah yeah this week's episode of the third space is brought to you by your nihilistic friend hey jeremy how's it going all things are coming to an end, Kevin. Uh, all things? Yep. Every single thing. Okay. Like, I mean, there's good things. There's like caterpillars. Caterpillars are shit, Kevin. Oh, but they turn to, but they like go into cuckoo and they become better. Do they become better? Yeah. Or yes, is that they... just shit that flies? Now, hold on one fucking second here. You, you want to throw shade at butterflies? Well, Kevin, 
everything in the universe is eventually going to be devoid of all heat. So I am yes. not talking about that. I'm talking about fucking butterflies. You fuck. Oh, you're... You come out with those butterflies. Beautiful creatures that fly through the air with their beautiful fucking wings. Yeah, you're right. Those wings flap and somewhere there's an earthquake. That's not how that works. All right, Kevin. We need two pieces of information. You asked me which I would like first last time. So I ask you this time, which would you like first? The genre or the people? Let's get the genre out of the way. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we already know a lot about this world. We do. Let's figure out the genre. Yes. Let's figure out the genre of this world. In this world. All right. Genre blender. Give us two to three genres. (laughs) Please give us three. Well, this is weird. Okay. Sci-fi. That makes sense. That does make now, sense. Now, the other one, let me tell you, okay. is comedy. Oh, great. Funny. <laughs> and irritated. <laughs> you know what? I think this means... That be, combination, Kevin? Jeremy, it might be like the Office-style cringe comedy, because it's the only thing that is agitated comedy. I mean, yes, it's either that, or it's, again, observable comedy. I don't know. I think it's cringe. I think it's got to be the thing where it's like... I mean, I, I do think that the people is really going to help us decide on whether it's observed comedy or cringe comedy. That's true. Because, like, for instance, if we get a group of people based on, I don't know, ghosts, then it's observable comedy. Sure. Right? All right, let's figure out this race. All right, um... They're based on West West European people. Oh, great. So, big babies. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, here's something that I've literally never seen appear on the, <laughs> this fancy race okay, generator. Okay. They are an idiotic race. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> it might be cringe comedy. I think it's cringe comedy. Their social structure is like that of the lion. Okay, so it's a pride... Yeah. And there's, uh, I guess, half of them that that are providers and half of them that just lays. (laughs) The culture is inspired by the Victorian era. So you just got a bunch of people in top hats and dresses who are just idiots. (laughs) I mean, they can speak, Kevin, but they only use the language of fans. (laughs) idea that they all have very high class British accents and they're all just dumbest posts. Yeah. <laughs> Their lifestyle is that of the traditionalist. So continuing on the idea these are just high class yeah, idiots. High class idiots. <laughs> they are generally possessive. Yep. And suspicious. Yep. And indifferent. Okay, but... And generally very attractive. <laughs> He's got a bunch of really high-class, pretty idiots. Yeah. <laughs> so basically... <laughs> basically, Kevin, this is what I'm imagining most situations in this world are like. Yeah. There's a person... Who is in Victoria style, Victorian style clothing. Cheerio, oh, yeah. hello. Yeah, very attractive looking. Look at my jawline. Has decided that this particular tree is their tree. This is my tree. And tries to stop striders and bugs and graboids and whatever else from doing anything to their tree. This graboid keeps coming by my tree and keeps trying to eat off of it. So I have decided that what I will do is take a stick and poke it very hard. Yeah. Back, back, you graboid. Back, you graboid. Um, <laughs> but 
there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, and they all choose one tree. Yes, darling, you poke that graboid. I'll poke him very hard, dear. Yes, make sure make sure you protect your tree, for it will be part of your dowry in the future. He, the graboid does not appear to appreciate my poking, but he is not leaving. How suspicious. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, perhaps I'll just sit here until one of us leaves. <laughs> Do we just? Cre- uh, I feel like we somehow did create a spinoff of The Office. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, okay, you know what? We didn't create a spinoff of The Office. It's a new show. It's called The Village. <laughs> right. The thing is, is that this is sci-fi. Well, no, I think yeah, I think it's because all the gr- like the aliens. Yeah. So I think these people are not from this planet. I <laughs> oh, think they went to this planet. I, I got the, a great idea, Kevin. And they're like, I'm, here's what I'm going to tell you, Jeremy. This planet, if you looked at this from the sky, this planet is shitty. It is This shitty. planet sucks. It's Who would bad. want this planet? Well, the answer. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, the answer is the Westminsters. <laughs> who are like, look at this planet. It's got such good moving water on Look, it. Look, all that water's warm. Have you ever seen such moving warm water before? <laughs> um, okay. Good God, uh, Janice, let's get down there immediately. Here's the one problem with that the- theory. What? They're idiots, so how do they have a spaceship that can scan things from outer space? Here's my solution <laughs> well, to that, Kevin. No, they're idiots. It doesn't mean the stuff they have is idiots. No, but how did they get it? Right? <laughs> so, here's my solution to that problem, Kevin. Yeah. In the distant past, okay, there were spaceships from a civilization. They were looking for habitable worlds. Yeah. However, there was a large portion of the population that was stupid. So they found this planet and just left them there. I was just thinking that even though they're an idiotic like population, they are very attractive. Yep. They're very possessive. Yep. But they are suspicious and different, which means they probably just colonized another planet and took their, and took <laughs> yeah, their ships. You're, you're and right. then they're like... Thank you for your ships. We will now go and find another planet to colonize. Everyone's like, oh, they're leaving. Oh, great. <laughs> Good. Perfect. All right. Yeah, do that. Yeah, there's this planet over there. It's got moving water. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving water. And it's warm. Mm, like mm. a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these jellyfish spiders. Crawling through the trees. I wish to have one as a pet. I will call them a poppet. Reginald, bring me my musket. <laughs> so I may fire upon this pet of mine. So, so I may fire my laser spread. <laughs> <laughs> bring me mine laser musket. <laughs> Reginald. See, the only, the only thing that doesn't make this like The Office is that there's nobody looking at the camera. <laughs> I mean, I do like to imagine they do occasionally just look off into space. I mean, yes. <laughs> you, we, we, there is no smart person in this. No, no, you're you're correct. There's well, there there is actually a smart person in this, the Trider. <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> just looks down upon them? The problem is, I can imagine people just like grabbing one of his legs. The thing of the tribe, the tribe is really easy to deal with. You grab a leg and pull it out of a tree. It's true. That's why they don't want to be in arm's reach <laughs> or, or or hook reach. Yeah, Reginald, bring me mine hook. I have invented a new thing to get a trider down from a tree. I call it a grappling hook. It's jet propelled, and I'm sure nothing poor will come of this. There is nothing better than an idiotic race with high technology. <laughs> yeah. And I think if this is a sci-fi comedy, it's what it has to be. They have to have access to so much technology yeah. that they don't know what the fuck to do with. Yeah. So, so, like, around this planet, there are giant colony ships 
<laughs> that have landed that are just stockpiles of Acme gear. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like we said, they're they're based on lions, so they do have their prides, which are their yeah, families, which are their families. <laughs> Man, everything just sort of lines up here. Yeah, it's the, thank you, random generators, <laughs> for giving us some. <laughs> for giving us some good shit. So this image of just like a man in like a vest and breeches and a top hat and next to him is a woman in a long gown and they're just standing in a desert. Surrounded by flies that are slowly eating them. <laughs> ah, what a perfect place for us to live. <laughs> and they tried to leave the planet, but all the moving sand got in their ship engines. No, I, I like the concept that they don't try to leave the planet. <laughs> They they are just like, well, clearly we're just not doing it good enough yet. This is our planet. That's right. Why would we leave this place? We're we're all getting cholera. Why would I stop drinking this water? <laughs> that can't be the reason why. It must be the devil. Well, we all know that Jared is the best swimmer among us. So send Jared into the water to get the water. <laughs> So, let's be clear. They do not drink from the trees. No, they, <laughs> they do not they know go, how. They go to the torrid, like, rapids of rivers and the whirlpool lakes. Why would we drink from the trees? That's what triders do, and we are not triders. No, we are people. We are we are human beings, <laughs> and that's why we sent Jared into the water. That's right. <laughs> Jared, come back soon. Try to find some without leeches in it, if I'm you will. I'm very thirsty, Jared. I'm tired of having leeches in my throat. <laughs> I mean, they do I like all- the idea of them going and getting jars from this, these rivers yeah. with leeches in them and not being like, we'll use a filter to get the leeches out. I'll just purse my lips. I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just pour it down my gullet. If I do it very quickly, the, the leech won't know what to do. I, I also love how, like, they clearly get sick all the fucking time. And these leeches to fix it. No, they, yes, because they're Victorian. Yeah. But also, they go back to their spaceship and, like, get body scan. They're like, oh, the, the computer's like, there's so much wrong with you. <laughs> you don't know me. How dare you? Reginald, beat up this computer. Uh, yes, I'll punch it. I'll punch it right here. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the boxing bows, just punching a computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Not boxing gloves. Fisticuffs. No, sorry, that's what I mean. The, sorry, the boxing pose. Yeah, the, the sort of like pugilist. curled fist back. The yeah. pugilist one. That's the one. Yeah. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yes, of course. Oh, if he's so smart, then why can't I punch him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see you don't have a mustache computer. How droll. <laughs> I want to look a little bit on the fact that, like, these people are... Very attractive. They are. Just, no matter how... Adon- Adonises and Venuses. Yeah. <laughs> just just the most attractive people in existence. Yeah. Just, I, I, I also, like, they're both suspicious but indifferent. Yeah. Of, of like, other races. <laughs> well, that's that kind of works into their idioticness. <laughs> Because they're, they're going to be like, hmm, what's that thing doing? Oh, but I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I do notice that none of these creatures want to go into the whirlpool. Perhaps they are dumb. <laughs> Jared, swim into the water whirlpool. Tell me what's in there. Jared? Jared? Jared, where did you go? <laughs> Jared? <laughs> I do believe Jared has left me. How droll. <laughs> <laughs> How dare Jared leave me? <laughs> After, I, After all those swimming lessons I gave him. After all those times I let him go into the water. Who doesn't want to go into the water? It's moving and it's warm, like a hot tub. <laughs> and then the hot sun comes by, the hot wind comes by, blows sand to his eyes, like, yes, perfect place to live. 
I have never made a mistake in my entire life. I do think, Kevin. <laughs> my father's lived here and his father's lived here. This is both cringe humor and observable humor because the more I think about it, the more I think that the more intelligent race on this planet is the Triders. Oh, the Triders are super smart. Yeah. It just sucks that they get grappling hooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to fall. <laughs> Maybe they're psychic. <laughs> I think they might be psychic. Maybe a little bit psychic. I mean, I think, I think only it, to the to each other. Here's like, I think it doesn't matter. I think that at least these people do believe they're psychic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those triders over there are talking about me. I know they are. <laughs> Give what, me my laser musket. What are, What are they saying? It doesn't matter. But I know they're talking about. I'm me. going to eat them. <laughs> I'm going to eat them. They're eye stalks. I've never eaten one before, but I'll do it now. They're so high, I can't reach them. <laughs> I'll get my rocket-powered grappling hook. And my jetpack. And my laser musket. <laughs> and my mechanical fourth hand. Because <laughs> why, why just have a third hand when you can have a fourth? That's right. <laughs> God, I hate these. I also like the idea of when they travel from place to place, they all just have parasols. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But they are on like like uh, sand speeders from like Star Wars. No, no, no. I think they're on like hover segways, <laughs> so it's slow. Yeah, it's very it, slow. It, the smart the smart thing would to to have a fast thing or have a cover. But here's the thing, Kevin, from the sandstorms. Yeah, or have cover. But here's the thing, Kevin. If you go fast, you'll get more sand in your eyes. So they need to go slow. <laughs> so we have like goggles. I suppose you could wear. Do they go with my monocle? <laughs> <laughs> no, they they have goggles, but it's only monocle form. <laughs> Monocles. Only monocle form goggles. Because <laughs> it is the future, after all. I gotta wear goggles. They call them their gogs. Uh, my gogs. <laughs> grab my gog. Reginald, grab me my gog. <laughs> grab my gog. I'm going to look for Jared in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go, of course. I'm gonna stand on the shore. And look for him. Jared? <laughs> Jared! It's been three days and Jared still hasn't returned. I'm thirsty, Jared. <laughs> perhaps I'll just lean down toward my... Perhaps I'll just put my unguarded face closer to the water. I'll just drink right out of this lake. I'll just drink right out of... Oh, at least it's gone to my nose. <laughs> How adorable. I'll name it Cynthia. <laughs> Let's go, Cynthia. I just hang it off the nose as he walks away. Yeah. I do believe I'm starting to get sleepy. Perhaps I should go down for Remember, a Remember, the leeches don't stay in one place. <laughs> I like the concept that this world is inherently dangerous. Unless if you let things happen to you, yeah. these people do die, though. Yeah, they do. Well, the only reason they survive is because of their hyper-advanced technology. Yeah, they got, that, yeah. like, heals people. Oh, absolutely. The they, get, they can get, like... like what's, The Graboids are not carnivorous yeah. or herbivores but that doesn't mean they won't fuck you up oh yeah i mean hippos sit on people all the time exactly so they're like ah well you see the other day uh john my grandfather got sat on by a graboid we just threw him into the the healer machine and he's feeling really better now that's right he's fine uh yesterday we went out and we hunted down that graboid or yes. a different graboid we i don't know we him with our laser sticks <laughs> those are laser pointers sir <laughs> nah uh, did no damage to him at all. How dare you correct me, computer? <laughs> Reginald! Punch you know, his computer. Punch him again. The computer just sighs. <sighs>, <laughs> See, the thing is, is that this place is hell for that computer. Yeah, I mean, that computer is also agitated. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is how you get a howl. 
This is this is how you get out. Throw up the rounds of the computer can't kill them. No. No. Can't leave them behind. Nope. Can't do anything. <sighs> it's just a computer. It's kind of like a metaphor. <laughs> We're all in this world together. You can't leave the shitty people behind. <laughs> Maybe they can go to another planet where they can't hurt anyone. Yeah. Oh, the uh, nice thing is that they can't hurt anyone on this planet. I mean, they can. Who? Well, they can hurt the Triders. Here's the Triders. The Triders, I feel like, have a great advantage over them. I also them. feel like they're hurting the trees a lot. Whenever they're like, this is a problem, grab my laser musket. <laughs> <laughs> but we already said those trees have roots to go super deep, and their oh, outsides are rock hard. I don't think they kill the trees. Yeah. I think, you know, they might accidentally shoot a part of the tree off and have it fall on them. <laughs> I mean, that's just the tree getting its revenge. That's right. Tree revenge. Revenge. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I like I, the problem is that we got such a perfect um, race to inhabit this, yeah. this world. Yeah. But I don't know what else there is to talk about about it. I mean, we could go. I guess we. We should apply the genre more to the planet itself because we have like the weird alien creatures, yeah, and we have the like high uh, technology idiots, yeah. Um, but how do we make the world more comedy? Yeah, how do we make the world more comedy? The the, the sort of the problem of making the world comedy is that a lot of its comedy only comes from not being on the world. Yeah, like it is kind of funny to imagine the. As we've done for the first half of this podcast, yeah. um, imagine the horse flies that have their nails like nail on nail on a chalkboard sound. Yeah. The fact that these triders are kind of silly looking, yeah, yeah, and also horrifying. Yeah, I think that if we're going to make this planet, maybe more... the whirlpools all look like boobies. Yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the wolves look like boobies. All the leeches look like dicks. Oh yeah, ah. obviously. Nah, this. What does this leech have? Two large growths at the bottom. I mean, if we're doing that, the trees are all phallic too. I mean, they are. They always were. They're just penetrating deep into the ground. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's hot. Yeah, and when you are out in outer space, looking down on the planet, it also looks like a boob. It's just that the lake is a nipple. How many? How many times in this world <laughs> has a idiot? It's just the name I'm going to call them. Yeah. How many times has an idiot dug into the ground too deep and just got scalded? Oh, a lot. Yeah. Like, they keep on like, oh, we'll go underground. That's, wh- that's where the diamonds are. These cursed flies are irritating me. Jared, dig me a hole. <laughs> Jared? Jared? He's in the whirlpool. Mm. <laughs> I see the whirlpool is a hole. <laughs> Caleb, dig me a hole. <laughs> he's he's the leader of his pride. A lot of people do things for him. Yeah, I guess we can talk about their social structure a little bit more. They are so they're traditionalist. Yeah, they're which, lines. Which means if we're taking traditionalists from Western Europe, from Victoria era, from Victorian era, there is a husband and a wife. It is a business arrangement. Yeah, there are dowries exchanged. Well, essentially, what we're talking about is we're just is that this is like Downton Abbey. But, but they're all idiots. It's just like Downton Abbey. <laughs> I would watch Downton Abbey. <laughs> Neither have I. I just know that it's about a family house. Yeah. There's the servants and then there's um, the... But the, it's also the pride, right? Yeah. So what that tells me is that it's also kind of got a little bit of division of labor going on. Okay. So 
They're idiots. <laughs> cannot stress this enough. Cannot stress it enough. So what's an idiotic division of labor, Kevin? Well, I mean, clearly the person at the top, I mean, it's combining the two. Because the idiotic division of labor would be what I call what the Star Trek original series division labor, yeah. where the captain of the ship goes on every mission. Yeah. Um, so I think that, yeah, definitely the head of the family goes out a lot more than he should. Okay. He just keeps going out there. Right. Okay, so that what if the what if the head of the family's job, Kevin, yeah. is to go make diplomatic contact with other prides. Yeah. The only problem is is that the other leader is also out doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so the gods are either meeting each other in fields or just passing each other by. Like ships in the night. Arriving at other ha- other houses or just yes. getting sidetracked. Oh. I demand to speak to your leader. No. You can't. He's left. Where did he go? He went to speak to you. That's preposterous. Why would he do that? I'm right here. <laughs> See some sort of idiot, clearly. 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 Why would he leave when I was Seems coming along? Seems that diplomatic negotiations have fallen short. We won't be sending you any dowries. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Uh, I was also thinking that, like, like that maybe also with the leader of the of the family, maybe there's also some sort of form of like. Uh, <laughs> chivalrous thing where they have to go on adventures <laughs> which is why they're... no Kevin the person who becomes the head of the pride yeah. is the person who has survived the most successive adventures okay I like that yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know if it's idiotic but I like the concept of it yeah that all these all these idiots going out and doing things and the yeah. one who's still alive yeah gets to be the leader <laughs> with his business wife yeah well that so if if it's the one side is the diplomatic face of the family group, yeah, then what is the other? I mean, other if, person. I mean, if it's traditionalist, then they just keep care of the house. Okay, like if we're doing just traditionalist by Western European, except we have basically said that these people don't have homes. I mean, they do. I think they still have estates. They're the ships. Yes, but the colony ships are like huge. They're not individual ships, right? Actually, no, the stupid way to do it would be to have a bunch of small ships. A bunch ships. of individual ships <laughs> yeah. that are essentially like, as I said, estates. Yeah. Like, literally picture Downton Abbey, <laughs> except for instead Flying of... Flying Victorian mansions yeah. <laughs> that descend from outer space. <laughs> and plant into the ground. Yeah. And then there's there's a bunch of uh, servants whose entire job is just to sweep the sand out. Yeah. That's what they do every single day. Okay, they go so, outside and sweep sand so away. Ba- basically, we have... These ships can hover, by the way. Yeah. They don't do that. No, they don't. They no, land. they land them on the ground. I mean, these ships have obviously infinite energy sources. Oh, so. these, these ships are miracles. <laughs> yeah. If they were used by anyone who wasn't <laughs> idiotic, yeah, then yes. Okay, so I like the idiotic like going out on adventures and like diplomatic relations. Yeah. But I don't see how taking care of the homestead is idiotic. Well, I was doing that more of the traditionalist thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with that, but what I'm asking is how we can make, how can we make it fit everything else that these people do? um, I mean, the idiotic thing would be that in that their job I mean, they could all just be Mary Winchesters, who their job, who essentially they just have to keep growing the house no matter what. Mm. 
Like so, it's the. I think the problem with that is, is that if they're traditionalist, you don't want to have lots of children. Don't you? Well, I mean, you want an heir. I think, but I think with the traditionalist, you still like you got to have multiple children in case one kid dies. Yes, but the thing with Victorians, Kevin, was yep. that the more children you have, the more difficult it was to, um, like divvy out the estate because usually just the eldest got everything yeah right so the eldest got everything and then the second would like go into the military and the third would go to the church and the fourth would be screwed then what wouldn't then essentially then the idiotic being thing be to just have way too many kids and you could divvy things up actually to? you know what they need to have lots of kids because lots of these people are dying uh yes a hundred percent yeah <laughs> like they make it through uh like childbirth because they have such high technology that no one's dying in child like yeah none of these kids are dying super <laughs> zero young. child mortality rate however keep in mind the way they get power the way they rise up the ranks is by going on adventures <laughs> which which i think is just just them getting stuff like one that comes home being like mother i found a leech <laughs> that leech is eating you I found it, Good and job. it is mine. <laughs> Good job finding that leech. Will, That's one adventure for you. I'll put it up on the chart. I will I will pin the leech to the wall, and I'll keep it forever. Okay. I have killed the leech. <laughs> As it turns out, they do not. Mother, I have, on my second adventure, I have discovered that leeches cannot be pinned to walls with pins. <laughs> well, put another mark on the chart. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's all about learning. I mean, is it? <laughs> is it, Kevin? Uh, okay. I um, love our idiot planet. Yes, but you know what we have to do with this idiot planet? You gotta figure out a name for we it? We gotta name it. <laughs> this is the hardest part of the podcast. <laughs> well, because we never know what we're naming. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We know that these people found this planet, and they named it. They did. So what is the name what of this planet? What is the name that the people gave it? They're not smart. They're all about being, ha- being possessive. Um, okay, How do they the, all work together the to name, name of this planet? The name of this planet is called My Hot Tub Beach. <laughs> um, Tell me I'm wrong, Kevin. <laughs> Tell me that's not what these people would name the planet. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. This is my hot tub beach. Because the nice thing is that when any of them says it, it makes it sound like it's theirs. It is. It's possessive yeah. immediately. <laughs> Welcome to my hot tub beach. <laughs> I hope this planet finds you well. We have many amenities for you. Thank you for welcoming me, welcoming me to my hot tub beach. Yes. My, <laughs> my hot tub beach. No, my hot tub beach. My hot tub no, beach. No, my hot tub beach. My hot tub beach. My Hot tub beach. I'm here uh, as a as a diplomatic emissary from the uh Fort House um, <laughs> of my hot tub beach. You mean my hot tub beach? Of course, my hot tub beach. <laughs> <laughs> it's also perfect for their idiotic interactions. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, my hot tub, my, my hot tub, tub beach. beach, planet of triders and idiots. Yeah. Um, if you like that world, <laughs> uh, please give us a rating or review wherever you're listening to our podcast. Um, if you'd like to talk to us about it, you can tweet at us. I'm at Mighty Fuse. I'm Astro Man K Weird. You can get, get both us of together. us 
at, at Third, Third Space Cast. We do that again. <laughs> um, we also have a website, thirdspacepodcast.com. And you send us an email. It's thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And once again, our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space where Kevin and I play Cat's Cradle. Do you know how to play Cat's Cradle? Yeah, with a silver spoon, Kevin. Oh, Cat's in the cradle. We were thinking of different things. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs> <laughs>